You're listening to the Complete Human Podcast with me, Evan DeMarco. And me, Jana Breslin. A podcast where we combine our decades of experience as health and wellness experts to educate you on how to bio-optimize your way to becoming a complete human. We are on a mission to inspire the necessary change we need to ensure a thriving existence for all. That's why with every episode, we bring you real science, deeper intelligence, and actionable takeaways in hopes of not only changing the trajectory of your health, but changing the trajectory of the entire human race. Are you ready to become a complete human? Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Complete Human Podcast with Evan DeMarco and Jana Breslin, where we discuss bio-optimization and the tools of building healthier people for a healthier planet. Jenna has the day off today, so it's just me talking about everybody's favorite subject, COVID-19. Before we get to that, today's show is brought to you by Whoop. Now, you've all heard me scream from the rooftops about the value of diagnostic data. Beyond blood work and microbiome testing, Whoop is my go-to diagnostic tool. The day-to-day monitoring of HRV, heart rate variability, resting heart rate, and respiratory rate, along with the ability to track my workouts, helps keep me accountable to my lifestyle. The insights Whoop provides are a constant course correction tool that allows me to optimize my entire health journey. Don't rely on bad advice from uncredible sources to optimize your health. Know yourself, know your data, know your health with Whoop. Go to join.whoop.com forward slash complete human for $30 off your Whoop today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash complete human for $30 off your Whoop today. So let's get into this and talk about COVID. You guys ever hear that? <laughs> I'm recording this podcast a week before New Year's 2022, and I've already had to cancel my New Year's plans because of COVID outbreaks specifically the Omicron strain. Am I upset? Not really. Over the last couple of years, I've become accustomed to things changing. One silver lining in the whole COVID debacle is that I've learned to be okay with uncertainty. From the beginning, I took a position of let's see what the data says and then tried to make decisions based on that data. From the earliest of days, it was clear that COVID was not your typical bug. It behaved like an ex-girlfriend of mine, very unstable and potentially lethal. One of my neighbors is the head of the ICU at a local hospital in Sacramento and possibly one of the smartest men on the planet. I would frequently ask him what he knew about COVID and his usual response was, less than I knew yesterday. The scientific community has come a long way since the early days of COVID, especially in our understanding of the virus, of how to treat it, and how are we going to live with it as a society. However, there seems to be as much confusion and division now as ever in the public. One thing driving that confusion, in my opinion, is the type of messaging I want to discuss. You see, a few weeks ago, Janet comes running into the kitchen where I was preparing lunch. I think it was a bison salad. She starts excitedly telling me about the latest Joe Rogan podcast with Dr. Peter McCullough. She explains that I have to listen to it as there is a ton of info about the disease as well as some opinions on how the governments of the world have handled COVID. Some of the things she brought up, mainly his declaration that you can't actually get COVID twice, seemed a little outlandish to me. But I listened to the podcast and I was floored fucking floored. Here was clearly an intelligent man with great credentials and an ability to communicate saying things that I fundamentally knew to be wrong. Now, to be fair, he also said many things that I knew to be right, but I instantly started questioning what I knew to be right because his words were tainted by his inaccuracies, especially about not getting COVID twice. I was rather worked up about it, which I'll get to in a second. Then the good doctor appeared on Ben Greenfield's podcast saying many of the same things. This time I was pissed. Now, I want to be clear. I was pissed at the doctor, not Joe or Ben. I've never met Joe, but I love the work he has done. I know Ben. He's been on this show, and he has done so much to advance the general public's understanding of health and wellness. These are two guys that I look up to and respect the hell out of. 
but their guest had me fired up. Here he was saying again that you couldn't get COVID twice, just days after the first Omicron death was reported in the US. That victim was a man from Texas who had already been infected with the Delta variant. On Joe's show, Dr. McCullough cited the CDC as a source for saying that you couldn't get it twice. Joe pushed back saying he knew people that had it twice, but Peter doubled down and said it was a false positive. Currently, the CDC says that you can get it twice, a post that was last updated August of 2021, long before the Joe Rogan show. In fact, I scoured every clinical study I could find, spent hours pouring through the journals and websites, and couldn't find a single solitary piece of scientific evidence to support his claim. Now, on Ben's podcast, he continued his declaration that you can't get it twice and went through a rather lengthy and quite frankly bullshit explanation of that, something I feel qualified to say after that orgy of research on the topic. Now, if it's a number year after, a study of people in Denmark showed that of people who had COVID during the first wave of infections in the country, only about one in 150 tested positive during the second wave of infections. Now, that was actually using genetic testing. Because on Ben's show, he goes through the whole process of saying, well, that you can get it, you can test negative after the virus has cleared your system, but then you can test positive again through some type of flare-up. We have seen that, but the only way to actually determine whether or not you've gotten it twice is through some type of comprehensive genetic testing, which the CDC and other organizations have done and proven irrevocably that you can get it twice. Another study published on the CDC site showed there is a 2.34% greater chance of reinfection without the vaccine. Now, let's break that down, right? So there's a 2.34% greater chance of reinfection without the vaccine, meaning that you could get the virus, get the vaccine, and still get the virus again. You see, viruses mutate, and when they do, can cause reinfection. We also know through the research that people who are overweight or obese have less antibodies post-infection and are more susceptible to reinfection. This is data we've talked about time and time again on this show. Dr. Tina kind of beat this over our head. Like the data suggests and all but confirms that you can get this again. So why am I so pissed off? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Because his simple yet scientifically false declaration puts people at risk. When someone with his credentials goes on a notable show like Joe or Ben's, people listen. And in listening, they have the potential to act. And in acting, especially with bad intelligence, they have the potential to do harm. Let's say Bob from Washington heard the Joe Rogan show 12 months after getting COVID. He heard a medical doctor say you can't get it twice. Three days before Christmas, Bob starts feeling a little icky. Under normal circumstances, he might think that it could be COVID, but since Dr. McCullough says you can't get it twice, and since he's been vaccinated, he figures it's just a seasonal cold. Bob heads to his parents' place for the holidays. Bob gets everyone sick, and although they have all been vaccinated, Bob's mom has a breakthrough infection and spends New Year's in the hospital. Is this a real scenario? You bet your ass it is. But to be fair, many people have said things about this disease that turned out to be completely inaccurate. And like Dr. McCullough, the biggest problem is the declaration of opinion as fact. The outcome and the interpretation of what he said changes drastically if he prefaces the statement with, in my opinion. Those three words set up a scientific and factual debate that gives the general population the best chance of being informed without confirmation bias. In that scientific debate, we would find that there are numerous research studies that show you can get it twice, even the same strain. I've known people who've had it twice. Chances are you've known people who've had it twice. But when a doctor tells you that your own experience is wrong, you might start to question that experience. That's a dangerous place to be. But don't get me wrong. I'm guilty of that just like everyone else. I've taken information about this virus and twisted it in my head to support my own beliefs on the subject. We are human and exceedingly good at doing that, something major news outlets exploit all the time. But what happens when it impacts our behavior to the point that we could potentially cause harm? 
Now, Dr. McCullough goes even further by citing people who believe the way he does and think sound credible. McCullough cites Pam Popper and Robert Kennedy Jr. in the podcast. And most people start thinking, wow, another doctor and a Kennedy, but Pam isn't a medical doctor. She's a naturopathic doctor who sells courses online. Now, I'm not diminishing what she does. But when you bring to Joe Rogan or Ben Greenfield, Dr. Pam Papa wrote this book and supports this, it's a confirmation bias that allows the average person to think, well, another doctor does that. You know, her speciality, her credentials don't give her a voice in this space. And Robert Kennedy is an avid anti-vaxxer who still contends that vaccines cause autism, something disproven time and again by research and science. A recent article in The Atlantic by Yasha Mauk, I hope I'm saying that right, stated that Omicron might be the beginning of the end of COVID. She explains that the minimal symptoms compared to previous variants might show that the virus is weakening, something viruses naturally do. She also points out that we as a society have proven we will not be held hostage by the virus, oftentimes throwing caution to the wind for a few minutes of feeling normal. Humans have never been good at the long game. We tend to be a collective of people who suffer from a scarcity mindset, always wanting what we want, when we want it, for fear that someone else or something else will get it first. So what do we do when we hear someone like McCullough give us information that either we know or suspect to be false? Now, I'd like to say that I have some checklist for you, some method for proving or disproving the claims of others. In the end, after hours of Google searches, my best advice is just to follow your instincts and validate those instincts through the research. That's how we move past confirmation bias. Let your intuition guide you to the facts and let those facts shape a decision-making paradigm that questions from a place of curiosity and desire for knowledge, not from a place of wanting to be proven right. That means checking your ego a bit. I think about new media a lot, like podcasting, like Instagram. Things have changed a lot since news first hit the airwaves. Is new media a source of good or is it destructive? Now, I like to believe that new media is a force for good, for positive change. That's why I do what I do. But I'm inspired by those that came before me who taught us all how to think and to ensure that we had the facts necessary to make informed choices. How would Edward Murrow handle COVID coverage? A hell of a lot better than Fox News or CNN, in my opinion. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Complete Human Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review and let us know what you think, and we will see you next week.